Hello, everyone. Welcome back to week number two of the DC Weekly Wrapped podcast. Uh, it is Christmas Eve. It's only uh, a couple hours until Christmas Day here. So this is probably, sure. I'm not sure if this is going to be scheduled to upload on Christmas Day or on Boxing Day. We will uh, see how the editing schedule goes. Um, but yeah, we're recording on a Friday night instead of a Saturday night. We're both unavailable to do this Saturday night. So we thought might as well go ahead and do it early. Hopefully this episode is out on Spotify. I have some ideas on how to get it out. The first one was obviously only out on YouTube. Uh, so if you guys haven't already, if you guys are uh, seeing this, hearing this for the first time, DC Weekly Wrapped on YouTube. Uh, if you want to see the first episode where we talked about our Olympic thoughts, uh, the standings thoughts, and just, you know, a bunch of other uh, fun topics. So today, what do we got on tap, Carson? Uh, let me go check because I uh, kind of forget. <laughs> We're going to talk about the, the IAHF rulings on all the cancellations we're talking about uh our the world juniors that's a big topic that i also forgot about uh like our picks and uh our, some key players and some teams and then we're talking about some of the weekly trade rumors again as we always do yeah and then also what we're throwing in here is a little bit of a festive side of it it's not oh, gonna yeah. be uh hockey but we're doing our top five favorite christmas movies to uh wrap it up so uh Let's get started with the World Juniors. Did you watch any of the uh, pre-tournament games today by any chance? Or I watched I watched a Canada game where Canada just, just destroyed them. Yeah. I'm going to go pull up. They're, they're, they're definitely a powerhouse. Mason McTavish with a beautiful goal. Uh, they're yeah. my favorite. I mean, I'm not to be biased or anything, but I do think that they are going to win uh, the World Juniors. I think they're going to win gold. Yeah, Kent Johnson looks really good as well. Yeah, Sorry, it wasn't. It wasn't a was. massive game. It was a six-four game versus Russia. So they Russia yeah, came back because Russia Russia scored with thirty seconds left. Uh, great yeah, shot okay. by Mitchkov uh, to to bring them within uh, two goals. But Canada is one of my one of my favorite players in that team. Yeah, he's definitely a good pick by the Jackets. I got him and uh, Edvinson, I believe, was other pick in the twenty twenty draft. Yes. Um. The Leafs yeah, pick. definitely, definitely a good good future with them um yeah i watched did you so you didn't watch the america versus uh russia i did not i did not i was busy okay i caught it uh at the beginning finland was dominating the shots were eight nothing for finland uh after the first period uh yeah. good plays by uh, levi merlainen he was uh the goalie for finland ottawa senators third round pick from a couple of years ago currently plays in kingston of the Ontario Hockey League. He played really well. He got like an amazing save, reaching back with the glove on the goal line. Um, he he has a bright future in front of him. I think that Finland is one of the most underrated teams in the tournament. Brad Lambert yeah. had a really good showing. He's only uh, 16, I believe, 17 maybe. Um, this draft year, eligible. Just, yeah, he's this year. He's yeah, 17. Yeah. Draft eligible. Uh, Going to be top five pick. Uh, I think they're a very underrated team. They definitely held their own, obviously. I mean, they literally beat the States. So not only held their own, but won in overtime there. It was a very good game. Um, on the American side, Jake Sanderson, he is just so good. <laughs> the captain of that uh, American team. He's, uh, you know, just taken the NCAA by storm. He's he's their uh, their guy there on the back end. Yeah, he's looking really good. I did watch some highlights of him. Because I wanted to see how well he performed, you know. Obviously, yeah, he performed, performed up to expe expectations. Trending on Twitter, there, him and Maddie, uh -huh. uh, Maddie Benier is going to have to carry that American team. I don't think that they're going to be as good as they were last year. I don't think they have no. the the capability to go to the finals like they did last year and win it. Obviously, 
Um, I think my predictions for this year, gold is Canada, silver is Finland, and bronze is going to be Sweden, I think, is going to uh, squeak in there. Why, you don't think Germany is going to go all the way? I don't. I don't. I think that uh, I, th- I think uh, Stutzel not being there is going to really make an impact. Yeah, I mean, I can't name a single. I- I'm trying to think of a German player, and I'm probably missing someone that's pretty obvious, but I cannot think <laughs> of one. So. Yeah, no, they've definitely uh, fallen off quite a bit there with uh, Cider. Is he German? I think he is, right? Yes. I'm pretty sure he is, and he- he's no he longer is, there. He is, he is. Stutzel is no longer there. Um. Yeah, but no, who are your medalist predictions for the uh, for the World Juniors? Canada, I want to say Russia, but like, I don't know. I think I'm going to go Canada States again, and then Finland third place. Canada States, that would be a fun gold medal game. I always wa- love watching two countries. That's what I want, that. that's what I want. I, want I know, it gets I so competitive too. Like when you're uh-huh. talking with your American friends, just everything's going into it. It is so yep. much fun. Uh, there's definitely more. At the team last there. year was just too good. Caulfield sucked, but uh, uh, Zegris. Uh, Zegris was so good. What's Turcotte? Oh yeah, Spencer Knight Spencer was pretty Knight. good too. Um, yeah. Remember last year how good Levi was? Oh, my God. Yep. People don't understand. If you guys didn't watch uh, last year um, the World Juniors, Levi. Yeah, Panthers prospect, seventh round pick. Yeah. He got traded to Buffalo, actually, in the Sam Reinhardt deal. Oh, okay. But Devin will, yeah. Levi. Yeah, but he was ridiculous. So in his, uh, his seven games that he played for uh, Canada and the World Juniors, his stat line, I'm just pulling it up here. Where is it? There it is. So he had a 0.75 goals against average and a 9.64 save percentage. Three shutouts. That's Six and one. The only game he didn't win was the finals. That was just because Canada's offense didn't come up. Like they no. couldn't score against Spencer Knight. They got shut out, didn't they? Do nothing. It was final yeah. score. Exactly. Yeah. They, they couldn't come up with anything. Um, I think it's going to be different this year. I do have high hopes for this Canadian team. I think that uh, Shane Wright and Mason McTavish are going to lead the way. They're looking. I want to see Connor Bedard play a couple games too. I Bedard had a goal in the uh, game against Russia. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I'm pretty sure he's, he's penciled in as like the uh, 13th, the 13th forward. forward. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. He, he's he's but, leading that second power play though. I think he's gonna ink himself as a permanent guy there on the. Yeah, on the I don't team. see them not them not bringing him in. That's like McDavid yeah. playing as the as an underager and them just not using him. That's not yeah. gonna happen. It, it, they they should definitely utilize him. He's just so good, even though he's only sixteen years old, which is ridiculous. Born yeah. in two thousand five, he is so so good. That's I crazy. just love watching him. He's gonna be he's one of my players to watch. Him, okay, my top five players <laughs> to watch for the tournament here. We got Connor Bedard. Jake Sanderson, Shane Wright, Levi Merlin. I, I know I talked about him, but I think that he's going to be Finland's backstopper. I think he's going to be very good for them. And then the uh, the final one is going to be Mace McTavish. So three out of the right. out of the five are from Canada, but I just think that Canadian team is too good to overlook. I really want to see how Sebastian Costa does in that for for Canada. I'm not sure if he's going to be a starter or what he's going to be, but I I, have, I don't know. We've already was drafted, but I, I'm like, I, I don't know why I have such a like a liking to him, but I feel like he's going to be really well. He was really drafted well. before, I uh, guess, for Wallstadt in the 2020 draft by Steve Eiserman. Mm-hmm. People thought that yeah. was a crazy pick. Uh, but yeah, no, it's definitely going to be interesting. Did he play yeah, I knew yesterday? it was first round. I don't know. I don't remember. But uh, I only was I, able to I catch should, the back half of the game. I should remember, but I don't know. I, I, didn't, I didn't know he went the first round. I wasn't sure what team drafted him, but I, I really want to see how he does. You know, it was Detroit. I believe it was like 18th, I want to say. That's a shot in the dark. Probably I think it was wrong. earlier, was it not? Maybe Wallstat was 18th. Um, yeah. 
I he, was he was like wrapped at 15th. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought it was earlier. And then whilst that was the whilst that was 20th. 20s, yeah. Yeah. That that 2020 draft or 2021 draft, sorry, is it's pretty weird. underrated. It's 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 weird, but I there's looking back at it, everyone was saying how weak of a draft it is. There's a lot of good names there, especially mm-hmm. in the first round. Wow. Also, I would love to see Brad Lambert, how he does as well from Finland. Just because it's a I think Finland. Funny name, name, okay. Who's from Finland named Brad? Like, I really... (laughs) That's true, yeah. If if I hear Brad, I'm guessing he's Canadian or American. There's there's no shot. Nah, he's actually from, like, Czechoslovakia. Like, like, you're not thinking (laughs) Brad. That's what stuck out to me when he was... uh, Like, he was was directed to go top one and two, right, with Ray? At one point? Lambert? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be him... It's going to be Wright, Lambert, Savoie, and Geeky. Those four are all inter- – I think Wright's obviously number That's one. Morgan's the brother, other three, right? Yeah, it is. And he's so good. He, he plays on the same team as Matthew Savoie, and he is ridiculous. He's okay. my number two. Like, people think he's going to be three, four, five. I think he's number two. Um, I mean, the Senators might get one of them then because they suck. <laughs> yeah, they – and lately they've been, <laughs> they've been winning a lot. I don't know. We'll see. They haven't played in like two weeks. The senator, <laughs> Senators have, have five players. In the uh, in the world, the COVID juniors. protocol. I'm, I'm oh, writing, oh. Okay, in the world juniors, relax. I'm writing an article about it right now. Uh, uh, okay. Hopefully, they'll also have Bedard and Wright. Which, eh. just, just want to add in there. Uh, William Neander was added to the uh, the COVID, COVID protocol. protocol. Yeah, the today. Leafs. Uh, no, the whole entire Leafs roster besides Matthews and Marner are on there. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not even kidding. They have be, both be, goalies, the whole defense score. Yeah, basically, besides Muzzin. Because of that, the NHL, just going away from the World Juniors for a second, the NHL uh, is canceling or postponing all games yeah. on December 27th. That's the, the Monday. Was the, the scheduled the 26th? No. Yeah, yeah, okay. No. <laughs> it's, it's the 27th. I, so. I don't know why I thought that. Um, so right now, all games are on top of the 28th. We'll see. I do not think that there's going to be any games until the new year. That's my prediction. Yeah, that's what I think as well. We talked about this last. I said that there's probably going to be a break. Obviously, it's coming true here. Um. Yeah, is there anything else we're missing about the World Juniors? Kind of just spewing out random stuff, our thoughts. But I mean, <laughs> yeah, you can't really talk too much about it because it hasn't really it hasn't started. It hasn't started. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really it starts, just uh, in two days. Thing. Yeah, Boxing Day. Canada. That's my prediction. Canada versus Czech Republic. Yeah, Canada for gold. Um, so the gold medal game there is on the fifth, I believe. Uh, of January. Which it, yeah, which is going to be a Wednesday. Wait, it starts. Okay, no, no, no. For some reason, I thought I started the twenty, the, the first. I'm like, that's not a lot of time from the play game. No, it's it's, it's the twenty sixth yeah. to the yeah. fifth. Yeah, it's that's Boxing Day. I don't know why. I so yeah, so we'll we'll have a uh, we'll have another segment on uh, in the in the new year, probably on New Year's Day or the second, yeah. uh, talking yeah. about uh, our thoughts inside of the tournament. Exactly. Um. Yeah, I think we're good for the World Juniors there. All right. So now going on to the second part is the International Ice Hockey Federation, the IHF, uh, tweeted out that they will be canceling, not postponing, not putting on pause, but canceling the following tournaments for early 2022. So we got the 2022 IHF Ice Hockey U20 Men's World Championship Division 2 Group B. Uh, That was going to be January uh, the 10th to the 15th. And then they also canceled the Division 3, which was going to be from the 8th to the 15th. So, you know, they're not like great names at the U20s. So it's like some uh, some junior prospects that might not have been able to go to the World Juniors, but still would have liked to have some scouts, get some extra eyes on them. Obviously sucks. Uh, and then another big thing here, the U18 Women's World Championship uh, and the Division One 
Group A, Division One, Group B, and the Division Three. All the women's tournaments have been canceled. This is the second year in a row that they have been uh, getting their tournament canceled. Yeah, and I saw on Twitter Kendall Coyne also put out a tweet that I was heavily criticizing the IIHF, saying that it was unacceptable that all these women can women tournaments are being canceled, and the World Junior Men's are playing. He, she thinks that it makes zero sense. And there's no reason for, for one to be canceled, one not to be. And I, and I, to some extent, agree with her. To an extent, yes. I think that the woman should absolutely be it's, – it's ridiculous that they had both things canceled. I think the only yeah. reason the World Juniors wasn't canceled because of how much money the IHF makes off of it. Exactly. That, 100 that. million viewers for the 2021 um, – Yeah, because the only hockey one World on. Juniors, exactly. So, like, comparison – I know, obviously, many people. My, I myself included. I watched the uh, the world championship for the for the women's. Uh, I, um, yep. I I was gonna go to the TD place uh, one where the the rivalry series, but it went down to uh, capacity limits, so I wasn't able to go. But unfortunately, just it doesn't gain as many viewers, which I think is an under underrated aspect of the sport. I think more people should get into women's hockey. They should. Um, it's very actually fun to watch. It is. Yeah, I, I think people just hate on it too much. If, if, if more people were into it, then obviously they would make more money, which means I wish that they could go through with it. Like I have many friends who have been like offered scholarships to so many schools for, for women's hockey that would yep. love a chance to represent Canada at these kind of tournaments. And then they yeah. just aren't able to because of this. Yeah. I have, I'm not going to obviously like name drop her, but I have <laughs> a friend that's in division one right now, division one women's hockey. And she went, wanted to go last year and she was invited to the camp and uh, obviously it was canceled. So yeah, it's definitely Definitely an unfortunate part. I just think it, it's 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 pretty brutal. There's nothing really too much more to say about that aspect of them. That's ridiculous. Um, yeah. And I don't know. Do you think that uh, there's going to be more postponements, like the 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 Olympics specifically? I'm going to go back to this. Um, I don't know. Do you think that any countries might be pulling out of it for for specific sports like this? I couldn't see countries doing that. Uh, I do think. I don't know. I don't know if there's any other leagues that like per se are inviting their players to go like in other sports. Uh, I don't know that, but I could see them doing that, but I don't see countries like the whole country's pulling out. Yeah. I think that they're just, they, at worst, they'll make it a bubble. Yeah. I could, I, I could see that as well. Speaking of the Olympics, Bobby Ryan, who was invited to the Spangler cup, uh, he, uh, he couldn't go because of COVID stuff, but yep. someone tweeted at him. Bobby Ryan, would you be interested in going to the Olympics to represent America? He said 100%. I would need to see some more uh, guidelines about it. I think that he could be, this could be an amazing story. Beating, you know, if you guys don't know Bobby Ryan's story, it's just phenomenal. He, he, he overcame uh, an abusive dad. Uh, he moved across the country with his mom. Bobby Ryan's not his real name. He made a fake alibi. He, alias, sorry. And then he, uh, he played like triple A hockey growing up. He went to the NHL and then he had an alcohol problem. And then he, when he was playing with auto for a couple of years ago, he missed like 50 games. He went to a substance abuse program. He came back, he scored a hat trick in his night back in Ottawa. It was very emotional night. He was shedding some tears there. I think if he goes to the Olympics, he could be like the captain of America, really represent this team. This could be the whole wrap up to his story. Yeah. I and mean, it's, that's an amazing story. Uh, I need to, you know, I need to, I need to watch that that documentary i'm pretty sure sportsnet did it right yeah it's an I need, amazing i need i need to go watch it i watched highlights like the like kind of highlights so like bits and pieces <laughs> of it. Okay. Yeah, bits, bits and pieces of it <laughs> on sportsnet itself because i remember they had like before a leafs game they had like a bit and pieces of like the uh, like the early intro part i guess and i saw that and i was very interested and then i watched the leafs game and totally forgot about it so i need to go back and watch that 
Yeah, no, it's not very long. It's only like 20, 30 minutes, and it really yeah. takes a deep dive into his life. And he doesn't even talk about the alcohol problems because this was before. And then he's, yeah. he's overcame that as well. He's just an amazing, amazing guy. Uh, good hockey player as well. It's not like it's yeah. just like a like a, a charity thing. Like, oh, let's feel bad for him. He's done all this. Let's just give him a spot. He's still a good hockey player. Like, he could be one of the top scorers at the tournament. Exactly. What I think could happen is uh, in 2018, Chris Kelly – um he he played for the Sens the year before in 2017 I believe and then uh he took a year off he got invited to 2018 Sochi Olympics uh or not Sochi sorry 2018 Pyeongchang Olympics because uh NHL players weren't allowed to go uh he showcased himself he's the captain of Team Canada and then he signed a contract with the Anaheim Ducks for the rest of the season I think Bobby Ryan and some other players could have something similar scouts will see what they can do at the Olympics and they'll invite them to their team and Bobby Ryan could go to a playoff contender after yeah these as a showcase kind of exactly yeah kind of uh yeah exactly showcase perfect word for it um i think that right. about wraps up for the double ihf uh yeah, what are we so, doing next the uh the trade the r- weekly rumors yeah exactly i want to open have that pulled this up? up okay the, i yeah. don't have it pulled up i don't yeah I, up. I i do here i okay. um i don't know if you saw what i sent you on instagram yeah i did i did, okay. I did. yeah so this is from uh uh dan Kingerski. Uh, <laughs> um, so it's Brian Rust is a pending UFA and it's looking like he'll test the free agent market. So that's just not good for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, he is one of their top players. He has really established himself as an elite winger in the National Hockey League. Uh, I'm going to pull up his stat line here. He has been injured this year. Uh, nine points, 12 games. Last year had 42 points in 56 games. The year before he had 56 and 55 games. He, he's, he's like a point per game winger now. And he, uh, and, and he's also like amazing two way. Like he easily get North of six, seven mil in an open market. Yeah. Uh, that's risky. I don't know. I don't know if I pay six or seven mil for Brian Russ, but obviously his, his point production has proved it. Yeah. He's he just seems of, like a, yeah. He, he's very good defensively too. Like his, mm-hmm. his defensive measure is only 29 years old. He's a UFA obviously. Uh, and if he is going to test the free agent market, this really leads, if he leaves Pittsburgh, that's one of their top players gone. Crosby, Malkin, Latang, all their contracts are expiring. Really, other than Gensel, they don't have anybody on forward. <laughs> no, I, I don't see Crosby leaving unless it's like the Montreal Canadiens. That's like basically the only place I can see Crosby leaving to. Colorado, I could see too. Playing Colorado, with the Canadiens. I, I guess. I guess. Or like they're, Boston, they're, they're, they're good friends. I could see him going to like another team as a contender. To I don't know, but he doesn't like need that cup. He's won three. Yeah. So it's, I can see Montreal. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> That'd be just, I'd hate that. I, I'd actually hate that. If Crosby went to Montreal. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're so bad. And then they sign one of the best players in the world still. <laughs> like, oh my yeah. God. And then he sounds like a team from, I'd be pissed. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be pretty rough. But does that lead, if Brian Russ leaves Pittsburgh, do you think Pittsburgh starts to go into a rebuild? I mean, aren't they already? No, actually not. No, they're, they're in a playoff spot. They're they're really good. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I guess I guess not really. They can just but... they can just sign someone that can replace them. I don't think he's that irreplaceable. It's 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 kind of Crosby's wing, someone who plays defense. Like Connor Sheary did it. That's fair. Yeah. Um, and where's Connor Sheary now? Like Buffalo still, or is it Washington? Oh yeah, that would make sense actually. I do now. I do remember. And I'm pretty sure he's pretty decent in Washington. Fifteen points, twenty-five games, middle six winger. Not that, yeah. but yeah, I don't know. I think that uh, Russ is pretty crucial to Pittsburgh. I think that it, it'll be pretty detrimental if he leaves. Ah, uh, for sure. 
And then the next one we got up here is that the Oilers have fallen out of the running for uh, Jacob Chitron. Um, he was, he could have been a pretty big piece for them. Um, so obviously we talked about how the Coyotes trying to get his trade value up. Clearly the price was too high up for the Oilers. So they are now out of it. Yeah. I don't know what they're going to, how they would fit him into their absolutely atrocious defensive core. I don't know I'm who not they a... would have traded for him. It would have probably been Dylan Holloway. Uh, and also Yamamoto was out there in uh, in trade talks. Yeah, I mean they got like what CC. <laughs> Who else they got back there? They got Nurse. Like Barry. Like oh my god. Left bombs on LTIR, but yeah. That that defensive core plays no defense, absolutely none. They're all guns forward. It's, it's I don't know. I, I don't know who they would have really traded and how they would have fit that in, but they are now out. Good. Um, Leafs are Leafs are up front now. <laughs> okay. Trading Amirov, Robertson, and the whole entire prospect pool. I'm trying to find the other ones here. Oh, I have uh, them. oh do you? Okay, yeah. perfect. Uh, the Sabers requested. Oh, for the Jack Eichel. Oh uh, yeah, the, from the from the for, trade from request here. that Buffalo. The from what they got from they got a decent return for Eichel. I don't think they got a ton. They did get a decent return. But what they asked for from the Ducks is absolutely insane. They wanted Trevor Zegras, Jamie Drysdale, and on top of those two insane prospects, two first-round picks from the Ducks. Yeah. Uh, no. I mean, Anaheim's obviously proper uh, for, for, for turning, turning the other cheek there. That's, that's a ridiculous amount. No, if I'm, if I'm getting that call from uh, that general, the Buffalo general manager and I'm getting that call, you're blocking I'm, the I'm, I'm slamming the phone and I'm, ta- I'm I'm buying a different phone. I'm blocking the number. I'm buying a, I don't even know. That, that's, the, that's the worst trade offer I've ever. That's, a, that's an NHL 22, like be a GM, like your trade pops up on your screen. Yeah. And, that, and, that, and, you're, and you're disabling the CPU offers after that. Disabling that's how, CPU. Okay. That's how bad it was. <laughs> I actually yeah, no. couldn't believe, I couldn't believe that was the, that was that, that, that was the rumor right there. It's, 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 it's not a great, uh, Offer by any means. I mean, I don't blame them for trying to get uh, oh, the most that yeah. they could, but yeah, that's like the starting offer. That's what they like. You you go to trade for someone. That's like that's the that's the it. Uh, yeah, that's the maximum you could get. And I even like oh, I, I still can't believe it. They they asked for that. Here like, I got speaking... something from Sorry, uh, from from this is from Kevin Allen. This is uh, three days ago here that uh, Marc-Andre Fleury would be a desirable trade option for a team like Colorado or Edmonton. I just want to bring that up where we saw on the, on the top of Edmonton there. Uh, Smith is obviously Colorado. out. I can see Edmonton. Um, I can see 100% see him going to Edmonton, but I don't see Colorado. Don't they just get Kemper? Kemper has not been good. Yeah, but aren't they paying him a lot? Yes, but they could they could probably. <laughs> Kemper this year, 907. Like decent too? Prince has been okay. Um, I mean, Flurry has been good recently for the for the Blackhawks. He didn't have a great start, but he's been very good as of late. Uh, with like, I think he only has one year left on his term, right? So like, yes, I want to say that's correct. Yeah, I don't know. I could definitely see Edmonton, but who who does who does Ed, who does Chicago ask of for Edmonton if if they give Mark Andre Flurry there? Uh, they're rebuilding, so I don't think they're gonna ask for a ton. I think they ask for like maybe a second and like a mid tier prospect. Like Ryan McLeod, I can see like a second in Ryan McLeod. Ryan McLeod has been very good for the Oilers. Has he? He's been he's been pretty underrated. I to, yeah, I was trying to think of like a low mid tier level prospect. No, yeah, he's he's been he's um, been he's been like establishing himself as a as a guy there. 
or like straight up who uh shoot i'm trying to think of that he's defenseman swedish uh he got dropped Broberg. a couple years ago Broberg. i wonder I if they asked like him straight I up see yeah. that but i don't know if edmonton wants to give that up but they do have like a lot of defensemen backlog. They have Bouchard. They have uh, they have all those defense that signed long term there. Oh, there's another one that I'm trying to remember. Edmonton. I don't know. I can't think of it. I'm terrible with like names off my head. <laughs> I, if I I'm I'm usually I'm like I, I'm okay with some people, and then some people I forget for like Roberg. I I 100 tomorrow I would have been able to name it, but like today I was blanking. Yeah. Um. Speaking, I'll go back to Ducks. Uh, there's also on here, there's a rumor that if the Ducks keep playing as well as they are, which they're playing unreal, uh, they're going to, it's unlikely that they're going to sell some of their UFA picks, pieces to sit the deadline. I don't, which I include, don't blame uh, Lindholm. Man, that makes sense. Lindholm, Raquel, I'm pretty sure is UFA as well. Um, I want to say Silverberg, maybe not Silverberg. Henrik. Henrik. Ooh, I think it might be, I mean, he might have more than one year, Henrik. But I know 100% Lindholm, 100% Raquel. Here, Raquel, Getzloff, Sonny Milano, Nick Delorier, Sam Steele, Sam Carrick, Josh Manson, Hampus Lindholm. Um, yeah, those are the top names there. Yeah, well, it was just a lot of good players. What I'm surprised about is that uh, nobody picked up Adam Henrique on waivers a while ago, and he's been pretty good for them. Dark, he's like opening. <laughs> so he's trying to come in, but like, he, no. <laughs> yeah, Henrik's uh, is always, is, you know, a very good player. I don't know. Okay, very good. I don't know about Maybe that. Maybe not but very good, but like a solid middle, middle six, six center. Middle six center, yeah. Yeah, 16 points, 24 games. Uh, he was put on waivers um, a couple months ago. I wanted the Sens to pick him up. Uh, they didn't, obviously. I mean, yeah, why not? Yeah, if you have the cap, so he is extended for a while though. You're right. He, he wasn't. Yeah, that's what uh, I thought. So he he's uh, making five mil. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't. I don't know why. Five point eight mil until twenty twenty five. Yikes! So Zegras and all those guys coming up. I don't know. Yeah, I think that they'll have to flip him eventually. He's on the IR right now, but I mean, I don't blame the Ducks for not wanting to trade. Why wouldn't you go for the playoffs now? You 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 don't. It's not yeah. like you need a pick. You don't need a high pick. You have. Maxine Comptoy, you have Mason McTavish, you have Jamie Drysdale, you have John Gibson in net. You don't need uh, a prospect like that. Yeah, exactly. They have tons of pieces to play around. You don't need another one. I don't think that they really need to do that. Also, I don't. I really think they should re-sign Sonny Milano. He's having a very good year. I mean, he was the one that finished that... Uh, the Zegris. The Zegris play, the flip from behind the net, yeah. Which, people are calling it the Zegris. I don't know. Maybe you should call it the Milano. That takes a lot. I don't know if it takes more skill <laughs> okay. to... To flip it over the net or bat it out of midair? bat it out of the midair, Maybe yeah. you call it like the, the Zolano or like the Migris, something like that. I mean, maybe I maybe you, you shouldn't this. name anything. Um. I mean, yeah, I guess. <laughs> okay, this was from uh, – this isn't really a trade thing, but it's, it's just kind of NHL news. Um, that the mayor of Calgary, Flame, the mayor of Calgary said that the Flames owners intend to back out of the previously agreed on deal for a new arena. Um, so now there's there's they're starting to heat up. Already had a new arena. The Saddle Dome. They've had that for I don't know a bit now, quite a bit. Yeah, I thought they Edmonton has an arena. I'm crazy. I thought Calgary moved from the Saddle Dome. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I, yeah, I 100 am wrong. But, but they're but they're, they're they're they were trying to get a new arena. They 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 okay. had a deal in place, and okay, the, the flames owners just backed out. 
Oh, that's um, good. So good. I don't know, like, what... okay, I'm sarca- sarcastic. <laughs> like, I don't know why. I don't know what that could mean. Obviously, this is what happened with. Oh, they're selling too. a team. They're moving to. Uh, they're moving another team to Toronto. The Toronto okay. Flames. That's for <laughs> okay. The Toronto Arenas. The uh, the this is kind of what happened with Melnick in the sense Melnick and Mayor Jim Watson. Uh, they were they were having some uh, some meetings to try and get a new arena because the Sens arena right now is in the middle of nowhere. It's in Canada. Nobody wants to go out there. Um, it's it's like forty minutes away from downtown. It's in, it's really it's truly in the middle of nowhere. If you guys haven't been to Ottawa for a game, it's brutal. It is so bad. Uh, this is the main reason why not a lot of Sens fans go to the game. Nobody wants to go out there. So and anyway, the travel's bad. What do you mean? It's atrocious. No one wants to go there. It's true. And the travel's bad. The travel? Yeah. The t- so the team's atrocious, garbage. Oh, okay. It's Shut bad. Up. And <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, so Mr. Mel, Mr. Melnick, yeah, Mr. Melnick <laughs> and uh, Mr. Watson, they were talking. Uh, and then, and then Jim Watson, the mayor of Ottawa was like, Melnick is so bad to work with that he pulled out of everything because they wouldn't uh, do what he wanted. Um, so, I mean, that's not very surprising. Uh, I mean, he's just, if, he's if just you, you know, yeah, there's, there's been something. lots of negative press, obviously around Eugene Melnick. Um, but I don't know. Do you think that something happens here with, with, with the flames, maybe some bad blood with the city that they could stop some things from happening? I don't know. I don't think it's that big of a deal. I think the Calgary's, I think the Saddle Dome's fine for now. I don't know. It's, it's kind of, it's kind of historic. I don't know. The Saddle Dome, it's kind of cool. Yeah. Cool. That's like your, that's your, that's your, your argument for everything. Hey, it, it looks cool. You look at the Saddle Dome, you think, wow, it looks like a saddle. That's kind of cool. <laughs> it's fair enough. They're, they're playing in a saddle and they're from Calgary. It's like, it's like a horse thing. <laughs> okay. That's cool. Okay. Going back to trading, uh, the Ducks, or not the Ducks, the, uh, the Hawks, are looking to move at the deadline players Calvin DeHaan, Dylan Strom, and Dominic Kubalik. Yeah, Kubalik, I think, will be a center. Um, that is my hot take. They had interest in him um, when he was an RFA a couple seasons ago when his contract was expiring. I think it was two years ago. I think they circled back to him. Uh, scoring winger, I think you put him like on Stutzel's wing. Yeah, that could be a pretty good line. Uh, an asset that the centers could give up is obviously – one of their prospects, probably one of the defensive prospects. Jake Sanderson, uh, see ya. Jake Sanderson for Dominic Kubelik. I would ball my eyes out. Or <laughs> do you see maybe a goalie going there? You see uh, maybe Philip Gustafson heading heading to Chicago. If the Blackhawks trade Flurry to, say, Edmonton or Colorado, they need a three-way young goalie. Trade. A three-way trade, maybe, because then they need someone. Maybe that you could see uh, you could see Gustafson. You could see um, Sogard. You could see, I don't think Murray would go there unless salary would be retained. Um, I mean, Chicago loves their Pittsburgh goalies, obviously. You could see uh, uh-huh. even maybe Levi Merlanen. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think that uh, if they trade, uh, I mean, they do have Comenso, Comesso, sorry, Drew Comesso, who's uh, developing for them. But I don't know. I think that Dominic Kubalik would be a good fit for the uh, Ottawa Senators. Uh, Dylan Strom, he has ties with McDavid. Maybe they bring him, maybe they trade him to, uh, to, to uh, the Oilers. Strom and uh, and Flurry. Or maybe, deal. then again, Strom did have ties with the Brinkat, did he not? That's also true, yeah. So maybe we need to separate him from the Otters. And maybe bring him to Toronto, play him on the third line, you know. I mean, he Kurt. also had uh, he also had ties with Dermot 
they also they all they all play on that true or, or that uh Erie Otters team. Yeah, that Otters team was so good. I can't believe they didn't win a Memorial Cup. Nope. And then the year McDavid left, Strom was a bust with them because he lost the Spitfires. Yeah. Well, you know, Windsor just okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> um uh... <laughs> the main priority for the Dallas Stars this offseason. Or sorry, Joe, Joe Pavelski's main priority is yeah. main priority is signing with the Dallas Stars his offseason, which makes no sense because they stink. The Dallas Stars have not been good. A lot of people were saying that they were going to lead the central. I have Jamie Ben jersey up there. Um, you know, they they have definitely not been he's falling off a cliff. Him and he has Sagan. been they have been so so bad. Oh my god. I was looking at their uh their stat Sagan line today. Like, Sagan actually. makes like eight mil and he's like ridiculous. No, that's nothing. Like him, he's How like, he's DPS for a second. So, that bad. Pavelski, Pavelski leads the team in uh, in points actually 27 points, 29 games. He's been carrying them on his back. Uh, and then Jason Robertson having a good sophomore year 25 points, 23 games. Rupe Hintz 22 points, 27 games. And you go all the way down, you see Jamie Benn, who has 15 points in 30 games or 29 games, but almost 30 games. And then you go even more down, you see Radulov 12 points, 28 games. You see Sagan, 12 points in 29 games. He makes 8.25, I'm pretty sure, <laughs> a year. And he signed for like an eight-year deal a couple of years ago. You know what's really interesting to me is their goaltending situation. That they have Hudobin. He cleared waivers. They Him signed. The AHL, I never never understood them bringing in. Holby. Yeah. He's been good. He has a 9-2-2 this year. I know. He's been very good. But like Him and Andre. Hudobin, they, I guess they knew Bishop wasn't going to play. But yeah. Hudobin, Bishop, they brought in Holby. They have, the, they have Ottinger. They've had four like NHL caliber goalies. Do you think point. that one of those three, Holtby, Andre, Hudobin, is not within the Dallas Stars system to end the year? Uh, Hudobin, 100%. Where do you think he goes? Who do you think is going to take uh, on Hudobin? He cleared waivers. He's an 8-7-3. They're going to pay. I think. Maybe they're not, though. I don't know. Maybe he only has one year left. They don't need to pay. They can just bury oh, him in the minors. Then, yeah, they'll just either bury him or trade him for like a seventh. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know who really wants him. As um, goalie depth the playoffs. They retain salary for one year. Yeah, he only makes three mil. So if they retain the the, the team that's taken him, is only taking him for one point five mil. It'll be maybe, less. Maybe he's during the deadline. Maybe he's a this. leaf. No, we don't want. We don't want anyone. <laughs> We're not going to give him the uh, who is it? The uh, the Nick Felino type thing. N- not the Nick Felino. It was uh, the Calgary Flames goalie. Uh, he's in now. He's in Nashville now. Dave Riddick. Yeah, I can't. I don't know. I think the names. I knew exactly where he came from, where he was now. But I couldn't think of the name. They aren't gonna do that. Cause he like he like started games last year, which made I don't know. He played yeah. against Calgary the second game. Like we traded for him. He played, he's I didn't. Yeah, I didn't really play. understand that Dave Riddick thing. I didn't get it at all. Cause what was the trade again? A third for Dave Riddick. Was it a third? Yeah. Yep. Big save, Dave. Didn't do anything. It was awful. <laughs> for Toronto, he played four games and eight, eight, eight save percentage. Yeah. Like that's brutal. And he's played five games for the Predators, and he has an 880. Yep, <laughs> oh my have God. Fun. Good job. Good job, Nashville. Yeah, that's pretty brutal. Um, any and other then, rumors here? Uh, last thing that's of notice, probably because I don't know. There's not. There's a bunch of. There's some other stuff, but like some of that's like kind of boring. I don't really care that Jim Rutherford's received trade calls. Like no, no, no wonder he's basically a GM right now. Um, the leading candidate for the Montreal Canadiens general manager position is believed to be Matthew Darsh or Daniel Briere. Daniel Briere, I could see. He has the hockey sense. 
He speaks French. He's just a funny. That's funny. Like damn, yeah. Because like, that, that's flyer. one of the things is that uh, the the Habs GM they have to speak French. They have to be bilingual, which I think is a stupid requirement. Yeah. Why would like, not just yeah. hire the best man for the job? Yeah, you see, you see, uh, Steve Eisman available. You're gonna be like, yeah, he doesn't speak French actually. He's <laughs> yeah. not, it's not fluent. We're <laughs> not gonna sign him. Nah, nah he sucks. We're, we'd rather bring in Matthew Darche yeah. instead of. I don't think that that's Steve a very smart decision for the Habs. Um, I don't know. I don't, I, I think it's a stupid thing that Montreal, that they, 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 they rely so much on, oh, we'll drop this guy because he's French Canadian over this guy who's projected 50 picks higher. Yep. I mean, they're, you know, Montreal and their draft picks, they're, they're, they've done a great job. Yeah. Talking to Emmy. Uh, I'm talking about this year with Mitchell, Mitchell Miller. Mitchell Miller, that's Arizona. It was actually or, uh, Logan Mayu. Sorry. Yes. Yes, Logan. Wrong, wrong, uh, wrong, wrong, <laughs> wrong, and highly, you know, problematic. Yeah, that's the word for it. <laughs> okay, Funny. I think that's 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 good for uh, as far as I'm just gonna refresh my Twitter, see if anything's coming up as we're talking. Mm-hmm. Doesn't look like it. So, wait, before we move away here, I just want to say that the uh, world junior exhibitions the uh, final scores finland 4-3 over the states canada 6-4 over russia we talked about those but then the two others czech republics uh shut out germany for nothing and then sweden shut out uh latvia or sorry not latvia austria seven nothing sorry it yeah. wasn't I, I think i said czech republic it was uh slovakia um yeah, Czech, Czech Republic, they are in quarantine, some of their players right now, and they're supposed to play on boxing against Canada. If they can't, Canada will get a, uh, a win for that game, I believe. Yeah. I think that's what they were talking about on TSN, is that they're not postponing games because of the uh, tight schedule, is that if a team misses it, they forfeit the game. That suck. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, now, to wrap it up, we got our top five Christmas movies. We got separate lists. Uh, do you have your list ready? Uh, I am in the midst of making it. Uh, I have one, two, and three. I'm, I need to think of four and five right now. Maybe if you, you go first, I'll like, okay. I'll like copy off of you in terms of like remembering movies. <laughs> okay. So my number five, I'm going to start with number five is home alone Two: lost in New York. Uh, I think it's better than the first one. The third one I hated, uh, home alone Two: lost in New York. Very, very good movie there. Um, obviously Kevin goes to, uh, goes to New York, uh, unpredictedly because he's supposed to go to Paris with his family. Good movie. Uh, I've yet to watch it this year, actually. I'm probably going to watch it. All other four on my list I have watched. Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, I have not watched. Okay. Um, do you have your, your, your list or do you want me to go to number four? I, I have my list. Okay. My five now. <laughs> so number five, I'm going off the board. Frosty the Snowman animated. You think that's off the board? Then wait till you see my list. Oh, wow. <laughs> I thought it was off the board. I thought it was a top five Christmas movie. I don't 100%. care who says anything else. Sorry. Okay, you can go number four now. <laughs> number four, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. And this is the Jim Carrey edition. Um, I, I, I like the cartoon version. I believe it's from like the 50s. Uh, it's a good movie, but the Jim Carrey edition just hits close to home. I watch it every single year. Um, I was afraid of that face growing up, but I learned yep. to love it. Uh, very, very good movie. Jim Carrey, Canadian, one of my favorite actors. Uh, good movie. I agree. It's not, on my, it's not on my top five, but I am very close. That was It was very close. I'm also going to go number four, 
Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. That is top of there the of the Home Alone movies, 100%. Three sucked. I hated three. Oh, three one was, was awful. It, one, because one was it's because they got rid of, uh, of uh, what's his face? McKelkey fucking, what's his call? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Kevin was like a different guy. I, yeah, no. I didn't like it. No. Uh, number three here. I got Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Just all-time <laughs> classic. You have to love it. Um, I have many uh, Christmas like decorations from that movie. Um, yep. Just great classic. Great song, too. Yep. So, uh, funny enough, top three my there. number three pick is also Rudolph. There we go. <laughs> I had that penciled in at number three. Number so two. It'd be funny if we had to say number two. Uh, it's it's got to be in your top two, at least, is Elf with Will Ferrell um just it, it is also my number two yeah <laughs> let's go so we got different number ones though we, we do got, we i got think different i think one. we do yeah no 100 we do um yeah elf just hilarious will ferrell hilarious guy yep. just top tier christmas movie my number that one is... though what you said was off the board is frosty the snowman it is my favorite christmas movie okay. um it, it it's just i love that movie so much every time i watch it every year never gets old yeah, That's I'm also agree. It is a very good movie. Underrated. My number one, I watch it every Christmas Eve. We're probably watching it tonight. Polar Express. That is one of my favorite movies. I watch it every Christmas Eve with hot chocolate. And we also sing the hot chocolate song when we're on the train. <laughs> that, is a, that is a great movie. I okay. That's one of my favorite movies. Here we go. I got to talk about Polar Express for a second. So, go ahead. you know how in elementary school, I know all my Canadian people know about this. I don't know if it was also an American thing. At least it was an Ontario thing, I believe unless it was just an Ottawa thing. But like when you were all throughout elementary school, the day before Christmas break, you'd watch Polar Express. Was that the same thing for you? No, we wouldn't. What? It was an Ottawa thing. Oh my God. No, I don't know it wasn't because I, I was talking to my, my, my friend in, uh, in Toronto and he said he did it too. Maybe oh, it was maybe just my, like- Maybe my school maybe, maybe sucked. I don't know. Sucks. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but every again, single- I never showed up the through... day before. Oh okay, really? I was forced. I never went. My, my parents went to work, so I was forced. I couldn't stay home. No, I, I, I just like stayed four. home. Oh, no. maybe I didn't when I was four, but I, <laughs> from like grade through, five, through grade four school. and up, I, I left. So it was all the way from junior kindergarten to sixth grade. I would watch. But the thing is, the the uh, the blocks, they were semester or not semester, like like the period. They were called blocks at the time. So we had four, mm-hmm. we had four blocks. They would only be like 60 minutes and we would watch it. It would be after recess, after lunch recess. So we would have, um, like, we would watch almost all of it, and I never got to finish. I have never finished Polar Express. Every That's single why. year, That's why we watched the first five. three quarters of it, and then we would never finish it. We would, every single time they would cut it off because the bell would ring. We go home. We get on the bus. For you for, think like for eight you think they years. uh they didn't say one year say hey we're gonna finish the second half onward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe a teacher would be like hey hey we're actually gonna start the, the first part in the morning and we're gonna watch that, that part in the afternoon sense, but we, we would be doing like crafts and stuff so we, no we one wants to do that do i'm it. sorry no one wants to do crafts i would always be the guy like in crafts like my the teacher we'd be all be doing that and the teacher <laughs> would be like showing it the example and the teacher would just like give the example to me because i refused i hated them <laughs> yeah She'd do, it, she'd do it and then give it to me and I'd bring it home and I'd be like, yes, this is I'll what I forget. created. I was so bad at them that one year, um, I forget what it was, but it was, it was something, a Christmas craft and we had to create it. 
And then I never took mine. And then two years later, my sister is two years younger than me. She had the same teacher and they were in the same craft. And the, she had a good example and she had a bad example. And my name was written on the bad example. Oh no. That, that fucked it up. That wasn't good. <laughs> so my sister came home and told me, she's like, your name was on the bad example. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot. I don't, I don't have that one at home. I, I never took that home. So nice. Yeah. That was, that was a, definitely a scarring moment for me in like third grade. <laughs> that was that, that, was, kinda, like, that was off topic you know, <laughs> that was definitely not uh hockey related but uh yeah i think i think we covered everything yeah i think we're i think we're set you know thank you guys for listening and uh we will be merry seeing christmas, you uh, happy merry, merry christmas happy holidays we'll be seeing you on new year's next yeah. week so uh merry merry new year's merry new year's absolutely hopefully guys get some good gifts for uh, whatever you may celebrate um i mean is, is hanukkah over i know it was earlier in the year but you know happy hanukkah the year the month earlier in the month, the month, the month. <laughs> and uh if you're watching on youtube you know leave the comments we got for christmas you know like and subscribe weekly podcast yeah so it was, it was every the saturday of november to the 6th of december so yeah it is it's not yeah, uh, I'm not sure when like Kwanzaa is, but I don't know. Uh, happy holidays. That'll, that'll wrap yes. it all up. Yes. Thank you guys for watching or for listening. Hopefully this episode's out on Spotify. Yeah. Um, make sure you guys follow, subscribe, everything like that. And we will see you guys in the next one. Have a good one. Bye-bye.